guys. This is Sheena. And this is Jen. And welcome to Going, Going Within. Within. All right. So in today's podcast episode, episode three, um, we're going to be talking about intuition. Oh, this is a very good subject because um, we are both excited about this subject because especially as women um women are known to be uh, a bit more intuitive um than men um and that's because we are more in touch with our emotions yes you know um and intuition has a lot to do with emotion mm-hmm. and instinct and feeling and um a level of consciousness that you really have to be tapped into in in order to be able to realize and also be aware is a word I, I really want to look for um, of what's going on um, within yourself. <coughs> That's right. So um, when it comes to intuition, well, when we, we decided to do this uh, episode topic i immediately thought about this book that i read when i was when i first started my spiritual journey um it's called what is it again a still small voice um a psychic's guide to awakening intuition by echo bodine um it's a very good book if you are interested in the topic of intuition and want to know more about it and you want to dive a little bit deeper from a psychic's perspective, <coughs> excuse me. And um, it's very, very straightforward. Um, but she also shows you how you can play play with your intuition and and become familiar with it in order to navigate through your personal individual life. Um, <coughs> In that book really propelled my spirituality, my spiritual journey, I would say, um, because at that point in time, I was I was not really aware of what the, intu- the intuition is and and how to read it, access it, how to tap into it. Um, all I knew is that sometimes I would just have a quote unquote gut feeling, and I'm sure a lot of you who's listening. We'll be able to relate. Um, where, excuse me, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> where you are able to, um, you get a gut feeling every now and then about things, and then turns out that that feeling you had was correct. So in the book, we're just giving you a brief synopsis. Um, she basically uh, talks about um, how she uses her intuition mm-hmm. to navigate through her life and she tells you a story and I won't go into the story because I'll leave that for the book Um, but she goes into the uh, depths of how her intuition got her out of a very uh, a very trying situation um, in her life a trying time um, in her marriage and how she found peace and uh, joy through that her life was fulfilling um blessings started to you know flow within her life and um she puts a lot of emphasis on being able to 
read, being able to read yourself, <laughs> basically, um, you're based on your feelings, being able to understand when it's just your own thoughts and when it's that other consciousness that you're tapping into every now and then that it is part of you, but it's within all of us as well. Uh, you can call it God, whatever name you want to call it, Holy Spirit, um, but it's that thing that is within all of us mm -hmm. that if we gave it a little bit of awareness that we would be able to go navigate through our life a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Well, not even a little bit easier, much more easier. Life will go smoothly. Yeah, It's like life is a maze. And when you use your intuition, it tells you whether to go left or right. Right. And it's a stronger feeling than it yes. is than just like, eh. Right. But it's mine works. Like, if I don't listen to it, it's like a tapping, mm -hmm. an ongoing thought. And then like it nags you? Like it nags mm -hmm. me. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> and then I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, let's nag her some more until she loses her mind. Right. And then she finally does it because I procrastinate. Yep. And I shouldn't be as much as I do, mm -hmm. but I do. Mm -hmm. And I think they get, like, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like we are talking and nagging right. you, so do this. Right. And I also know that when I don't, mm -hmm. because I am a hard learner, when I don't listen, mm -hmm. it's worse for me. I'm so glad you said that. Mm -hmm. I'm, so mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said that because that's a very vital point. Um, a lot of times we tend to play the victim. Oh, you know, is this person's fault? Is that person's fault? But you know damn well, okay, mm -hmm. not even yesterday, mm -hmm. your intuition was trying to talk to you and tell you, tomorrow, at this time, do not say yes. Mm -hmm. And you go and you say yes. Or <laughs> you're <laughs> sitting in the car dealership, mm -hmm. and you want this car. Right. And it's telling you, like, without, like, literally hitting you in the head, mm -hmm. like, this is not good. Like, right. don't do this. Like, you get this feeling, like, Okay, this is very overwhelming feeling of yes. don't do this. And then there you are, uh, there I am, <laughs> signing on the dotted line. Yep. And then the son of a bitch breaks down nine blocks down the road, blows up in flames. Yep. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Once again, I did not listen. Yep. And there's my car <laughs> being <laughs> fire extinguished. Yeah. And then towed. By a tow truck. By a tow, yeah. And you can no longer use it anymore. I can't use it anymore. <laughs> My insurance oh. is going to go up. <laughs> Shit's going down. I'm crying. I'm sobbing in the middle of the street. Right. Right. Just because I did not listen to my intuition. Yes. I would have just listened to that mm -hmm. and just been like, you know what, dude? There's something. I need to walk away from this. Right. You know, and then if it's still there, that feeling, that mm -hmm. nagging, then don't do it. Right. And... That's what you, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm sure, Jen, you can relate to being a mom. Oh, yeah. What is like being a mom and, and having your kids, having intuitive feelings for, for right. your kids? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, even with my oldest, mm -hmm. she's going to be 21 in a few days. And um, she wanted to do something, and she was like, you know, what do you, what do you feel? What do you think about this? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't really jumping into it right now yes but i you know i said you know 
I think it's fine. And then I said, you know what? I said, no, it's not fine. I don't know what it is that you're thinking about doing. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not a good idea. And she left my house. And within 20 minutes, I had this gut-wrenching feeling like, mm. you, like, get a hold of her right now. So I did. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just driving. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where were you going? Oh, I'm going out. You know, like she doesn't want to give me like details. details. Yeah. So I said, well, whatever you're doing, <laughs> um, you might not want to. Mm. I said, I'm, she's like, why? You got a really bad feeling about it? I said, yes. And that's why I'm calling you to not do this. And guess mm. what she did, everybody? She did what she wanted to do, as they do. And then she had to fix the consequences after. Yep. All because she did not. And listen. so now she always comes to me. Well, what do you think? What do you feel about that? What do you feel about mm -hmm. Girl, you can't just come in my room barking <laughs> at me. Right. Wilson, you got intuition, girl. Yes, right. It's That's good that you told her that. And she's always overthinking it, though. I'm like, it's don't overthink it. Right. Just, you, it's just constant overthinking. Yes. And I'm just like, just stop and right. breathe and you know, remove that clutter of your brain and yes. just relax, yes. chill out, watch You're a right. movie, read a book. You right. Know? But she's, she always thinks that she's going to make the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. And I tell her, you know, that's how you learn. But if, when I get that feeling for sure with my kids, mm -hmm. mainly her, I, um, I'm on the horn with it. Now, whatever they do with that, that's up to them. Yeah. So, but I do, you know, I've done it where I'm like, I'm not even going to call them. And then they're like, oh my gosh, mom, my car got towed. Oh my gosh. On a Sunday. Oh no. Like, how can it get towed? Does it even open on Sundays? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it's, I don't like my, oh, for instance, my other daughter, my five-year-old, mm -hmm. I'll be in my room and I'll get this into, I'll get the intuition feeling that she is, um, all up in my house doing something she shouldn't be doing. And what do I catch? I hurry up and I, because now I know mm -hmm. what this is. Yeah. So now I'm up. Yeah. And I'm opening up my door real quick mm -hmm. and I'm um, walking into the kitchen and there she is in the refrigerator trying to Livy. not, <laughs> yeah, not sneak something. And I'm like, girl, put that back in there. This, uh, you're done. Forget it. Uh -uh. So, mm -mm. yeah. But, um, Ava, not so much. I mean, I don't really. It's just mainly Kara and Olivia. Yeah. My, my two <laughs> the oldest and the, the, and the yeah, youngest. Yeah. Wow. The oldest and the youngest. The head and the tail. Or even my husband sometimes. <laughs> the I'll head, the tail, like, the heart. I'll be yeah. like, listen, um, I have this bad feeling. How's it going? And I'll be like, it's not going really well mm. at work right now. You know? Yeah. But it's. You you're tapped it. in, yeah, and you're right. Um, you do have to be, you can't overthink things because then you start to doubt. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a instinct mm -hmm. type of thing. You just have to go on the instinct when it happens. If you overthink it too much, you you start to second guess yourself and be like, mm, right, I don't know. But you'll know that feeling, that, that gut feeling yeah, of you're this right. is damn wrong, and you're like, whatever, I'm gonna do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, but I do, I mean, I do my meditations pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. So I think that helps clear my mind Yeah, and the clutter that, you know, we had talked about earlier, yes. um, in my mind. Yeah. And that's a very good um, practice. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really do keep up on that. 
on my um, beach me- meditations. Beach that meditations. I, oh, I love the beach. Beach yeah. meditations are oh, nice. Yeah, it's so calming because you hear the waves. Yes, 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 yes. But I do do a lot of meditation, and I, I think that just helps overall with decluttering my brain, which makes it more aware of things happening. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. Like I'll be laying in bed, and I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hello, which one are you? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, and when you're tapped in like that, man, so many things come up, and sometimes it can be like a gift and a curse at the same time because it's like, oh my gosh. And it's weird because with me, mm-hmm. like I can feel something bad happening. Yes. But I don't know what. Mm. I don't know with who. I don't know how. But I know it'll it'll be with somebody that we. N- no. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be big news. Wow. So, um, for example, I called Kara one day and I said, I don't know, Kara. I said, something big, bad's going to happen. I don't know what it is. And it usually happens like one or two days before. And I'll be like, okay, Kara, something big is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's a death. I, I got this really bad, bad feeling Mm -hmm. and so she's like okay all right well then the guy that she was dating prior the the guy that she was dating her boyfriend's uncle overdosed and then the feeling went away see and then i had another one Mm -hmm. and then and it was really weird like i had another feeling of something bad and i said to and i always do this because i don't want to think i'm going nuts yeah so i always call kara and I'll s- and I said something something big's gonna happen again. I feel it. It's happening. And Betty White died, and wow. then the f- and then the thought and the feeling went away. Wow. Yeah. And then yeah. there was something else. Um, oh, I was sitting at Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is no sponsors or Sonic. Um, <laughs> I was sitting at Sonic um, drive-through, mm-hmm. and I had my daughter Ava in the back of the car. And this was the Wednesday, and we were actually on our way to church for Wednesday church, and then um, we we needed to stop to get something to eat. And I even called my husband. I said, something something bad's going to happen. I don't know what, but something is going to happen bad. And um, that day, within 45 minutes, I got the call that Kara tried to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. My my own daughter. Mm. Yeah. So she was in a very dark place. She was. But um I even called the doctor. I was like something's going to happen. I mean, I didn't even know what to do. I was frantic. But then I got a call as we were walking into the church. I got a FaceTime from a from mm. the family from them. But wow. Um but it's really weird. Like yeah. those are the feelings and then I and now I say them to my husband cuz I want him to be like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> Jen's spooking out. Yeah, no, you're just <laughs> you you're tapped into your gut. Yeah. So, um, I was reading an article, and um, I just wanted to read a little bit of the passage. It's called PositivePsychology.com, and it's their intuition article, and um, I thought it was interesting to read, and it's it's not like a lot of information on it, but it's just. It's very simple, but very relatable. Um, 
So they have here, intuition is that feeling in your gut when you instinctively know that something you are doing is right or wrong. Or it's that moment when you sense kindness or fear in another's face. You don't know why you feel that way. It's just a hunch. But what is it? After all, researchers can't see it in the brain. While understanding intuition offers a considerable challenge for science, broadly speaking, it involves learned responses that are not the outcomes of deliberate processes. Um, in this article, we look at the lightning fast, most hidden processes involved in intuition, their effect on decision making and their role in creativity. So I just thought that um, decision making and a role in creativity, mm -hmm. those two things are very important mm -hmm. because as far as decision, decision, <laughs> decision making, um, it could be as simple as you driving down, you, you're leaving work one day and you're driving. Now there's a road that you always take yes, every day. And then you get this feeling so strong, mm -hmm. right? Like yep. you kind of have butterflies in your stomach mm -hmm. and you just get the feeling that you should take another way. Yes. That's that feeling. Yes. Yes. I, yes. 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 And that has happened to me a lot. Yes. And I'm like, so when I get, I associate it with, you know, when I get this feeling, I should just act upon it immediately. Right. Don't second guess it. No. No conscious reasoning. No. no. You can't have no conscious reasoning because no. it will just, it will make you deter mm -hmm. and lose focus of what you're feeling instinctively. Right. You take that other road that you don't usually take that day. Mm -hmm. You turn on the news later and then come to find out there was an accident oh gosh, on yes. the road and it could have been you. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, I really do believe that our guides do talk to us through our intuition. They do. Intuition. <laughs> <laughs> People listen and they're probably like, okay. Oh, <laughs> They do, though. They do. They tell us things every minute of the day. I was just watching Dolores Cannon again with when she's speaking about the afterlife. And she's saying that you're never really alone. No. You have guides that are there to help you. They're assigned to you. So ask them for help. Ask them for help. Ask mm -hmm. them for guidance. Mm -hmm. And what they do, they will use your intuition as a way to send you messages like, Yes, and if you don't listen mm -hmm. to your intuition, mm -hmm. then it's like, um, what do they say? The um, What do they call that? The hard knocks of learning? What is it? How does that go? Mm, I don't know. All I know is back home, we say a hard head make a soft ass. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... That that's it. So just listen to it, or it's just you just gotta listen to yes. it. Yes, I mean, and some of us just learn the hard way because our guides are there, like nudging us, like hey, well, come, come, go this way. And you're way. asking for help, right? And they're like, go this way. You're come on your on. knees, <laughs> guidance, show me. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? Like, you pray to God, right? You're like, God, s there's a story. I think I I, I might butcher the story, but I'm gonna you're gonna get the concept. Um, so <laughs> forgive me, but it, you, there, you, you have a boat 
No, no, you're you're stranded on an island and you need to get across the water to get to this other piece of land. And you're like, God, please send me some help. I need a boat or or something. No, no, not a boat. You didn't specify. You just said, God, please send me some help so I can get across to that island. Oh, I think I've heard the story. Yeah, and then then a boat passes by yeah. and it stops and then you you're like, no, help? no, just yeah, keep waving them by. Right. They're like, do you need help? And you're like, no, no, no. God's got me. God's gonna send me help. <laughs> okay. That was your first help right there. <laughs> now the boat's gone. Right. Then a helicopter comes down. Uh, right. You need help? Grab onto the ladder. We'll pull you up. No, no, no. God's got me. You know. Right. <laughs> and it's gone now. And right. you're still stranded. Okay. It's kind of like that. Because mm -hmm. the, the help comes. And you just have to be aware of when the help is there. Right. Or the guidance is there. You just have right. to be aware. And then once you become aware, okay, this is just where you have to pay attention. Right. And it's not that I'm laughing at others. Yeah. I'm laughing at myself because yeah. I am such <laughs> a slow <laughs> learner. Like, what was that post that you put on Facebook I saw today? How many times do you do a do-over in your life? And oh, I was yeah. like, I don't even want to comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like some of you, some of you are afraid to start over. And I'm on my fourth life. My fourth life. <laughs> I'm on my 50th. Yeah. Shit. I was like. Been doing this thing. Right. Man. But it's it's not. I'm not laughing at, at you guys. I'm laughing yeah. at myself because it took me 40 years to figure this out. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 amazing that the once you start, they go, oh, <laughs> she's <laughs> listening now. We're not used to this. So yes. let's just at it with her so yeah um but yeah the things that we do when we when we shouldn't isn't that something mm -hmm. oh. yep a and and um you know i've when i was younger and and less aware of my intuition i didn't even know what it was right but i would get these nudges and i'll be like man something is telling me to do this you know but i don't know what it is i don't know yeah. And it's, it's so crazy how when you're not aware, you miss out on so much. You really, really do. And and it's knowledge. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. knowledge is power, but it's only powerful when it's applied. Right. You can know all the things that you want, but when you apply it and you put it into practice mm -hmm. is when it actually becomes something. Right. And you can use it to your advantage. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So that's why, like, I mean, if you practice spirituality in any form, um, it I feel like it's wise to practice getting more in touch with your intuition, mm -hmm. um, because intuition is the same thing all across the board. It just needs different names for it, you yeah. know. In a more uh, divine spiritual way, they call it intuition. Right. Um, in in, in science, they'll probably say that. Well, the closest thing we could say is that maybe some people are tapped into a sixth sense. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. Um, in, in Christianity, they will call it the Holy Ghost or the Holy right. Spirit. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make me a, a wacky, wacky doodle. <laughs> a wacko. A wacko. <laughs> because, you know, I go to church and, you know, my pastor lays hands on um, the on us mm -hmm. and the congregation. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. And... You know, she will say at when she's preaching, you know, this is what God said. This is what he said to me. And we don't look at her like she's nuts. We know that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
We know that. And yeah. we know that they, you know, that this happens with us, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make us any different than anybody else. It's just, like you said, it has different... Yes. Different titles? It has different, different titles, names. different names. Yeah, yeah, because it call means... Call it the Holy Spirit. Call it intuition. Call mm-hmm. it... Call it what you want, but it's still damn there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, then you have... Um, do you think that there's like a difference between our intuition and sensing something or is that one in the same? Do you think that one is more so physical and one is more spiritual or do you think they're both like it's basically the same thing? I think it's the same thing. Yeah, because it's a sense. You're sensing I'm something. I'm sensing it. Yeah, I'm feeling. Yeah, I don't think it's two different things. And 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 well, according to science, you know, with with science, they would put it more like intuition is a process in which the brain processes information <laughs> based upon things that you've thought about before. No, I'm you're laughing, but I'm serious. <laughs> I know you are. You know? <laughs> I'm but trying. I'm trying to be serious with you. I really, really. Yeah, <laughs> it's the right way now. I'm. Sa- it's the way I'm it's saying just, it. Yeah, but yeah, and and you know, you know, because you know, science tries to explain everything and and try to make sense of everything. But this is where I mean, I love science. Don't get me wrong, I am all for science. However. Science, I feel like science and spirituality goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So even though we may have our intuition that we feel and we know it's real, science is like, okay, well, we're going to try and prove it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure. That's something I could look up later or something. I'm not sure if there's any studies um, as far as science goes and intuition and their you know, explanation of it based on the data that they've um, attained. But I do know that spirituality and science go hand in hand because one can um, one can prove the other. But I think spirituality is a bit more ahead than science because even though, like, even the Bible we say, blessed are those who have not seen but yet believed. Mm-hmm. So in science... Is the opposite is uh, seeing is believing. We won't know unless we, we see it. See it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, I mean, I agree with both. Mm-hmm. I agree with both. I think I think yeah. there. I think there's a time, I, and I've always said this for years and years and years. I think there's always a time and a place for modern medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm more of a holistic. But yes. like I said, mm-hmm. I, if. Like I said, I, I had in a topic, mm-hmm. and like there's always a time and a place for modern medicine. I really, really yeah. Care. If it wasn't, well, if it didn't exist, I wouldn't be here today. That's true. Yes. Th- there is good modern medicine. Yes, yes, there's yes, yes. Modern medicine yes. that's good, and we should never sure. deny that because sure, God, the universe gave gave us doctors. If there wasn't doctors, a lot of us would have been dead. We need we need doctors, <laughs> and we need modern medicine mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But um, I won't get into the whole pharmaceutical. <laughs> I won't get into the whole pharmaceutical stuff. You know, I don't want no problems. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with you. Holistically, if I have to choose 
the science way and the holistically, I'm more geared to the holistically. Um, because I believe that there's just things, some things that science has not caught up to yet. Mm-hmm. There's not enough technology yet to be able to prove it. But that doesn't mean it won't get proven. Because right. let me tell you something. They just proved that there is an afterlife. Mm-hmm. What about that? None really? Of the, yes. I didn't. I did not hear that. That's why science and spirituality go hand in hand. I did not know that. Yes, they proved somehow that um, the afterlife is real uh-huh. based on... Would it be based on like hospice nurses? Well, there's a whole bunch of studies that was done, but yeah. I think it had to do with frequency and okay. the change in frequency. In the body? In the body. Before and death? Uh, before and after death. Oh. And um, also... Just like, okay, so this is how, this is how, based on what I read so far, because there's more. Mm -hmm. I didn't go deep, deep into the research, Mm -hmm. but this is how they did it. They have, let's see if I can remember exactly. So they have a way where they can test to see, I think it's like, okay, so how do I put this, man? So, okay, so you see you have this bottle on this table, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or or this is how my boyfriend is explaining to me. You have icons on your laptop, your computer. Yeah. Behind the, the icons is how we perceive what we, you know, if, if we have the Facebook icon, we click on it and we go into Facebook, mm-hmm. like an app, right? Or we type in www.facebook.com on our computers. Mm-hmm. But behind all of that, that we see and we can comprehend, there's code and there's ones and zeros and binary code Mm -hmm. behind that. So the reality that we're seeing is not everything, obviously, because our eyes cannot see beyond a certain spec. We can only see a certain spectrum of light Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. And so we are not really perceiving reality for what it actually is. We're we're perceiving reality based on what we can comprehend. In our current evolutionary state, an ant to an ant, our reality to an ant is a totally different reality. It cannot perceive how we can make sense out of a door. An ant doesn't know what a door. It will pass underneath the door. It doesn't know what the door is. It just knows that in its reality, that's that's a thing, <laughs> and it can pass underneath it. It doesn't know that this is a door, and it opens and closes, and it's not living in that dimension. Oh, okay. So. What it it has to how they how they um basically how they were trying to prove the afterlife was based on that principle that even though we may not see the afterlife, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. We may not see the afterlife, but there's something that's behind, like in your avatar, your body. I can perceive you based on your body. If you didn't have a body, I will not be able to perceive you in this reality because the real you cannot ex- I cannot see the real you physically in this plane of existence. Mm-hmm. In another dimension, yes. In this plane of existence, you have to have a body as a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right? So your body is that icon that's on the desktop. But what's inside of the body is the real you. And that's the part that they were trying to prove. And oh. they proved that there is something else. <laughs> Excuse the dogs. <laughs> there is something else. <laughs> there is something else 
underneath and within your avatar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how they figured out, you know what, there is an afterlife because in this life, there's something behind this reality. And this just came out? Yes. That's um, incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. Excuse me, I had a drink of water. Um, yeah, this is a new study that came, well, they've been studying it, but that's their conclusion um, so far based on the data that they've accumulated. Wow. That, and they use the analogy, um, well, my boyfriend used that analogy, but that's based on um, how his understanding of it, which I think is a good analogy because mm-hmm. when you do click on an icon, you don't see the coding that the programmer had to put in behind that code for it to work. Right. I mean, pr- um, app for it to work. All you know is that, okay, this is the Google Chrome. Uh, I know what that is. That's going to take me, when I click on it, it's going to take me to Google Chrome browser. But you're not seeing all the ones and zeros and the the C++ and Java codes that's behind that mm-hmm. icon to make it actually work. Right. So we're only seeing what we can comprehend. Yeah. So we don't know what real reality is until we leave this right. body vehicle right you know yeah so it's pretty i just thought that was really deep and interesting that was very deep yeah yeah i know i have not heard that mm-hmm. and, and when it comes to like don't you ever wonder i mean S- albert einstein you know tried to prove it uh, but he was going based off of his understanding based on off of the data that he had back then Mm-hmm. Since he, you know, he's passed on, technology has advanced so much. There's new data, you know. He figured certain things he was wrong about, which is okay because he was going based off of the data he had back then. Today, look at technology is rapidly advancing, and we can I can send you a message to your cell phone from my cell phone, mm-hmm. but what happens in between? <laughs> it's in the cloud, right? It's it goes through in. The it's cyber world right mm-hmm. we can't even see it but it right. exists it's just right right i've wondered that me too like those are one of the things that i would s- wake stay up at three o'clock in the morning searching on google and shit like yeah y- yeah how do cell phones communicate and they'll give you a breakdown of it but it's like still you're like man but how <laughs> right how is this i want to know the deeper part of it the law of relativity right But hey, the law of relativity was just the scratching the surface. It's so weird though that you were talking about uh, Albert Einstein because as I'm re- like um, researching what you were just telling me, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually the my the Einstein just popped up popped on my up? phone. Yeah. So <laughs> like well, that was interesting today. Yeah, because you see people like Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla were pioneers in starting the whole questioning reality thing, you know? Yeah. You know, um, Nikola Tesla said, you know, like our last podcast episode, um, if you want to understand the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Right. Like, what did he mean by that? Well, now we know he meant that everything is a frequency, everything is a vibration, everything is energy. Right. Just vibrating at different frequencies. Right. Our intuition 
is vibrating at a certain frequency. Right. And when you tap into that frequency, you tap into the intuition. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think that's basically the scientific explanation for it. Yeah. I mean, like two years ago, before I even started my own um, business, I had that tapping like, hey, you need to do this. Like, you need to like do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even in my third year yet. And it's been difficult. And I keep saying, why am I doing this? And, you know, I followed my intuition. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it's something, you know, that's continually going. And the, the other thing is, is that when I sit down and I think about it and I think, how did I get as far as I have? It's because I've been following my intuition. Yes. I did hire a mentor yes. for my business mm-hmm. and I could never, ever afford her fees right. ever. Right. And um but my I, my th- my intuition just kept me getting at her like you know talking to her and i'd always watch her videos when she was live or youtube or whatever whatever she was on and um finally her and i had a meeting a zoom meeting and come to find out that we suffer from the same things like vertigo um like everything I went through in my past, she pretty much went through in her past with her divorce, wow. and um, and where she is at today, and we are really good friends now. And wow. now I'm taking her course, yes, to a point to where I can financially afford to take her course. Wow! And she has helped me out. Yes, I mean her mentorship is absolutely amazing. Now. If I would have, now I didn't follow my intuition, my gut feeling that I should have done this from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but when I had that uncontrollable nagging, that's when I finally reached out and I told her that. I Mm. said, I don't know why I keep getting the feeling that I need to continue to reach out to you Mm -hmm. because I could never afford her. I could not. Right. Her services. Exactly. Yeah. And I... And we were just, I don't know if we were just having these conversations to just, you know, get to know each other or not. Yeah. But it ended up being at the end of the day, because I listened to my intuition, I am, in fact, working with her now on a level where I can financially um, afford it. Wow. Right. Yes. Yes. Intuition does do that. Yes. It will guide you. It will tell you which direction to go. And I, when I didn't listen to my intuition mm-hmm. in my business, I'm paying for it severely this day. Mm-hmm. Like I made a decision that my gut told me not to make, and I did it anyway, and I'm regretting it bigger than life. Mm. I really am. That's deep. I, yeah, I really, really am. That's deep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Every morning I'm like, shit, I wish I never would have done this. I yeah. wish I never would have, you know, like, how yeah. am I going to do this? Yeah. But I just got to continue listening to my intuition. Yeah. Yeah. And ask your guides, you know, uh, yeah. to help you figure out a way out of it. Yeah. Figure out a way to deter from it right. in a healthy way. But my business continues to go. I mean, it's not like, hey. I mean, it's not going as fast as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
but they are guiding me, and mm-hmm. I do get that, okay, you need to go over here, and I'm just like, oh, this is so, I don't understand the why, but I just do it now. Mm-hmm. That's it. And even if I don't get a sale from it, I don't question it. I just do it mm. because I learned my lesson, my big, yes. big lesson yes. from when I didn't listen from right. the beginning because mm-hmm. I'm really going to pay for it. I'm really going to pay for it in the long run. I hope not. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, you're affirming that. I'm you're not, not going to affirm that. <laughs> I'm not going to affirm that. you got to be an example. I'm not going to affirm that. For our listeners, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to affirm that. But, um, again, I am human, and I do have those thoughts at times, but I right. will not affirm that. Right, we are human. I at. will continue to follow, just like you continue to follow your intuition. Yes, yes. And look where yes. you, know, you are. It, yes. I mean... It's all intuitive, all, all intuitive. intuitive. Yeah. Once you get that nudge, you just go with it. But yeah. you know what? As a counter to y- the negative affirmation, you can say stuff like, I will find a way mm-hmm. to come out of this in my favor. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yep. I will find a way to come out of this in my favor. Have you ever had like these really negative thoughts that and you're like, where is this coming from? Do you ever ask, like, where are you coming from? That is a very good question, Jen. Now, I I won't claim to be some expert and know, because I I don't know, um, I don't know it all. <laughs> but what I do know is that not all our thoughts are ours. When you really look at the bigger picture and realize that we're all one consciousness, we're like this big hive mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We all go through different things individually, but we're still all the same. And we mm-hmm. still are all human and we're all here having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And we are all going through this shit show together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. We're not alone. Everybody's going through their own little things, but we're we're together. Now, there's negative thoughts in the hive mind yeah, that don't belong to you individually, but it does belong to the collective. So... It's up to you to claim it as yours or not. So do you say... Well, that's just my opinion anyway. Do you say, like, um, thank you for coming by, now you may leave? Kind of a thought? Like, yes. Kind of a uh, saying um, out loud? Not like even. Like, I'm not attaching myself to this thought. Where did, you know... Yes. So what I do, um, I can just go based off of what I do. What I do when it comes to that, and that's a very good question, I... Because you can meditate anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to be in some specific space or sit Indian style with your legs crossed to meditate. You can meditate anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. Meditation is not some fancy new age thing. Meditation is really mm-hmm. serious. And you can you can attain Zen anywhere. It, it, but it takes practice to do it in a noisy environment, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, only someone who has mastered it which are like monks and people who've been i was just practicing. thinking that <laughs> like have you watched have you seen the movie um what is it eat pray and love eat pray love yeah and when she was in those in with um that one part where she was meditating uh-huh and just trying to get her mind still Centered. and she was just getting so frustrated because mm-hmm. she's like how come they can get it so easily and here right. i am fighting my mind right i watched that book uh, not that book i watched that movie so many times because 
I could relate to it. Yes. I really, really could. Yes. And they, and she really wanted to get to that state. And when she met that um, man, that Buddhist, mm-hmm. um, wh- wh- is that what he was? A Buddha? Buddha. A Buddha. Mm-hmm. Is that what he Who? was? The guy, have you seen the movie? Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. She I visited, have, but I don't remember. She, like, visited him in the beginning bef- with her career. She was flown out there to interview him. And then when oh, her... Oh, he was a Buddhist. Is that what he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Buddhist, then yeah. when she came back, because mm-hmm. he told her yeah. that she would come back. Yeah. And she didn't believe him, <laughs> of course. But How did he know that? He... Yeah. Intuitively knew that. And she <laughs> sure, and she did. Yeah. And um, it's it has to do with being that's intuition and psychic goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. When a we we are all psychic. So when a psychic is somebody, well, we give labels, you know, but a psychic is somebody who's basically in tune with their intuition in a very strong way. That's that's it because they're getting the messages through their intuition. Right. And that they they deliver it to you. Right. That's 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 all it is. We can all be psychic if we tap into our intuition. We can mm-hmm. be like, oh, tomorrow this is gonna happen, and you don't want to go there. Right. You know. Sorry, but what were you? No, but what I was saying was when she was in that in the part of the movie where she was just meditating towards the end of the movie, she she could just go to the end of the pier and then just sit there in complete silence of her mind yes yes i'd love to get to that place one mm-hmm. day zen. where it's just zen right that's there. zen yeah yeah and once you get once you get to that place life becomes a, a lot easier you navigate mm-hmm. through life with less complications life doesn't have to be complicated you know right life can be very very simple we complicate our lives right. based on the decisions that we make especially when we make decisions that's not um, it's not backed up by our intuition, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's where we, we, we fault because God speaking to you and <laughs> you're just like, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to go do whatever I want. I don't need your help. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I'm going to do whatever I want. Don't tell me shit. Nope. Nope. Right. I'm like, okay. I'm just trying to help you, <laughs> but you're going to have to see the hard way. And then boom. Like, dang it, something was telling me you know to do this, and I didn't listen. Right. <laughs> Eat. P- oh yeah, okay. he's a Buddhist. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. I th- Wait, let me see. his name? Zut? I think I'm Zut? I, I forgot what his name was. Zut? Zut? I, I can't remember. I don't know. I watched the movie so many times. Well, he had like a a. a is it Japanese name or, or something? I was trying. I need to watch that again then because I mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm mixing it up with another movie or what. I don't remember it, but um yeah, Zen. When you get to Zen, so what I was saying about the thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. When it goes through your mind, you don't have to claim those thoughts as yours. You get negative thoughts, but you don't have to claim it like okay, that's my thoughts. You can just wander, watch mm-hmm. it. Don't attach yourself to it. Basically, is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So you're you're meditating and you're having these wandering thoughts, negative, positive, whatever. And you don't you don't have to take those thoughts as yours. You can just meditation is just watching the thoughts go by, being becoming aware 
the fact that you are aware that you're having these negative thoughts is mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. because it shows uh, evidence of mindfulness. And when you're mindful, you begin to get into the details of your surroundings, your feelings, how you feel in the moment, you know, because mm-hmm. all we have is right now, right? Right. So we can't control the past and we can't control the future because the future is always now. Oh, Ketut. Yeah, Ketut. Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go watch it now because I don't think, I don't think, I think I'm mixing it with some of the movie. But, um, yeah, you get, you, 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 you're mindful of these thoughts, but you don't attach yourself to them. Right. You know, just let them wander, let them go by. Okay. Acknowledge them mm-hmm. and let them go. Let them go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with everything. Like, even if you're going through pain and hurt, if you're listening to this, and, you know, a heartbreak, breakup, whatever the case may be, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. And you, you have to, what's going to transform you is going through the hurt. Right. Not just jumping into another relationship to overcome the feeling of the last person. Mm-hmm. When you go through the hurt and you actually process it uh, in a healthy way, um, it, it's it's rough. It hurts. You're right. in pain. But there's something that happens when you go through the hurt and then you let it go. It transforms you. It makes you stronger. Right. And now, if it happens to you again, you can navigate through it better mm-hmm. because you know what you need to do. Just feel it and then let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of us, uh, fear, fear holds us back from feeling the hurt right um, because it's so painful and we tend to make decisions that's intuitively is not the right one right and then we eventually learn right or we do things to cover up what we actually should be doing yes right i do that just to put a band we all like do. i should I, I should be getting orders out and mm-hmm. then like all of a sudden i'm cleaning my house yeah <laughs> why? why but you know i i do <laughs> that too <laughs> and, and um I'm self-diagnosed ADD, okay? <laughs> Look at all the tabs I got open on my laptop. Like, you know, it's not something that I, I, I praise, but I accept that, that that's just part of who I am, you know? Right. I, I can control it as much as I can. Naturally, I control my ADD just being mindful, is with practicing mindfulness. Because yeah. when you practice mindfulness, you, you become more focused on certain things. Mm-hmm. And I just try to focus. When I realize, okay, I'm all over the place, what I do because obviously I had to acknowledge it and I was aware of it. Mm-hmm. And then what I do, I slow down and I'm just like, I take a few deep breaths mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, I just need to <laughs> focus on one thing, get it done and then move on to the next. And mm-hmm. I will do that, you know, for like two, three things. Mm-hmm. And then th- it'll pop back up again where I'm like all over the place again. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I got to slow down again. <laughs> and I have to like really, take it easy on myself mm-hmm. and not be so hard on myself and um, be like, okay, that, that's just part of who I am, but mm-hmm. I can, I can control it though. I have control over my mind, even though I, I might, you know, I might realize, okay, Hey, I'm going all over the place, but then I also can be like, okay, I know that I'm going all over the place. Mm-hmm. I can control it now. Right, like you stop what you're doing. Yes. And you go, okay, I know what's going on I there. Kno- yes. Mm-hmm. And then you 
start over. That's being mindful mm-hmm. because some of us, we're just like frustrated and we're like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do and I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do that. All you have okay. to do, it's easier said than done. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's so hard. It's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. I'm not here trying to say like it's so easy. Superwoman. It's hard. Yes, it's hard. <laughs> it, it takes practice because you first have to become aware. And a lot of people, they do become aware of it and then they end up going to get um, to the psychiatrist to get diagnosed with ADD. Now they're in Adderall's. Hey, I, to each his own. I'm not knocking anything, but prefer I prefer to try to do it the natural way because I believe all is in the mind. Mm-hmm. All is in the mind. If you can control your mind, you can control a lot of things, mm-hmm. addictive personalities, etc. But it's just so hard for some people because they've they're gone so far deep into it that they don't know where to start mm-hmm. to begin to control themselves. Mm-hmm. You know. But that's just my theory about it. I it, it it's it's harder than it sounds because it, it's when you're so used to doing something, it's kinda hard to just break it and do something new. Mm-hmm. But that's where discipline and willpower comes in. Yeah. Well, I tried to do discipline and willpower for my anxiety and mm-hmm. my um, post-traumatic stress, stress disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't work out too well for me. So I had to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I needed to get help. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up getting on medications, which yeah. did, did help me. Yeah. I, it has. I've been on them for a while. Yeah. Um, but... Whatever it helps. Does, but I also do other alternatives yes. as well. I just don't rely right. on taking... I mean, I have to take them every single day. Yeah. That's just part of the whole thing. But yeah. I try to take my supplements I, uh, and I meditate mm-hmm. and I try to be self-aware of what is going on. And, yes. um, and like my um, doctor had once told me, you know, some anxiety, that's completely natural. Yeah. Exactly. And there'd be times I'm like, okay, I'm so, I have <laughs> this anxiety and I'm just doing this. And I'm d- and she's just like, Jen, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Everybody, it's okay to have some anxiety. Yeah, it's just part of being human. You're right. It's part of your human experience. Right. You know, a- and that's another thing. I don't agree. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but I don't agree with trying to control people and dictate and tell people what to do with yeah. their lives. Yeah. Everybody is here to live their life. Right. And to live it as best that they can or worst as they can. It's their choice. Right. You know, if if they want to be a badass, go be a badass. Go be a badass. If you want to be a nice person, then go be a nice person. If you want to be this, be that. You know, you have you control your life. Right. You control your life. You came into this world by yourself, and you're going to leave this world by yourself. But you're not by yourself, really. But you know what I mean, Indiv- as an individual. Mm-hmm. And you you tend to, you will experience life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. And and you, you will go through life based on the decisions that you make. Right. And then accountability has to come into play, you know. You can't blame other people for where you are in life. You got you that far in mm-hmm. life. No matter what you've been through. Yeah, but sometimes I just don't want to adult. Yeah, that's true. Well, you see, that's the thing. I just want to stay in bed and watch movies. You know, we weren't we weren't we weren't supposed to come here and be adult like, you know, like we're so uh, 
we're adults now. <laughs> we got yeah. we got bigger things to do. We got bills to no, we're not we're not even supposed to be paying bills. We came here to play. Mm-hmm. That's why even in the Bible, Jesus says, only as a child can you enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven heaven is a con- a state of consciousness. Heaven is a state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And only as a child can you enter that state of consciousness. Why? Because children have pure thoughts. They're, they they live off of their instinct, their intuition. They, li- they, they tell the truth. You know, they say the darnest things, but that's because they just say how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, they express themselves. Um, but they also play. We should never forget to play. We did not come here to just work, 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 and die. Mm-hmm. Like, we're supposed to be the most intelligent beings on the planet, but we're the only ones that pay to live. Yeah. it's. I'm at the point now where I just want to sell my house, get a real nice RV, and, yeah. oh and my then gosh. just travel. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Live a life of a nomad. Yeah. Like, to have those Volkswagens. Yeah. And they live in That's them. so freeing. Yeah. That is I so like free. I would love to do that. That's but living a free life. I have too many kids. I was listening to a YouTube t- today, and they said, you will always be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> and that hit. That's true. Like, you have your children, right? And mm-hmm. then your children have grandchildren, and then the, the grandmother, mm-hmm. and then their children will have children, mm-hmm. and you're still mothering, mm-hmm. and... You know, it. There's no end yeah. to that, to mm-hmm. being a mother. Yeah. And I never really thought of it that way. Just like when I was pregnant with, I think, I think it was Olivia, because at that point I was a geriatric patient because mm-hmm. I was over forty. Uh. Um, I never knew this. They, um, I read somewhere that when. My mom was pregnant with me. I was, um, my eggs were developing. Inside of your mom? While you was inside of your mom? Well, yeah. Wow. So my mom was actually carrying (laughs) her grandchild. That, and I never even thought of it like that. That's pretty deep. Yeah, and I sat there and I and I'm pregnant. I was, was bawling. I was like, "Oh my god, my mom!" Like first I thought, "That's that. That can't be right." <laughs> like, like, what is happening? <laughs> but then the more I thought about it, because I forgot how many eggs we, you know, right. develop in the uterus mm-hmm. in our lifetimes. In our lifetime, yeah, yeah. we only have in a certain amount. Yeah, that we will develop. So while my mom was pregnant with me, and I was developing my eggs. Mm-hmm. You know what that made me I think. I don't know. You know what that made me think, makes me right. think of, like quantum. Yeah. Um, quantum physics. When you really look at quantum, quantum, oh man, that's something that I really am interested in as far as science because I don't, I don't understand it at all. So I'm not even gonna come on here and talk about quantum science like I, I know about, <laughs> know it all. But, but what's fascinating to me is once upon a time, I had this epiphany. Right or theory, anyway. Um, I well, I'm gonna be honest. I was smoking weed and I got high. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, 
And uh, no, this is the thought that come through. This is the thought that comes through. So, I unicorn. <laughs> what is that song? And I got high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I was I was high, but I I, you know, when you when you get high off of weed, it alters your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, in in a positive way. It's totally different than drinking alcohol and getting drunk. So, but anyway, I I was like, you know, I started to think really deep about certain things. And then I looked up in the sky and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was on some Einstein stuff. I was like, yo, Einstein. like we are on this planet, right? This is my thoughts. And I'm like, we are on this planet and I'm looking up at the stars. They're all hundreds and millions and billions of light, way, light years away from each other, right? Now, all these stars make up our Milky Way galaxy, mm -hmm. right? Um, we have all these planets make up our solar system. Are you and high right all now? No. <laughs> all these stars, but I remember this thought. Mm -hmm. All these stars, I wish I was, um, all these <laughs> stars um, make up our Milky Way galaxy. Then all these galaxies make up our universe, and then all these universes make up the multiverse. The multi? I never but even heard of that. The, you haven't heard of the multiverse? No. Oh, unicorn, come on. You haven't heard of I might have, but I did smoke a lot of weed back in the day. <laughs> you little hippie, you. <laughs> Jen was like, and peace one, of love, peace and, of love. And one edible. I'll never do that You'll again. You'll never do it again. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man, Jen, what, what happened was I was thinking far, right? Yeah. Far and wide. Yeah. Then my consciousness went down to from Earth, my mm. perspective on Earth, down to the smallest atom. And watch how the contrast. No, you're laughing at me right now. But listen, this is I was I'm onto something. I was onto something, because, and I was telling people this, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, go smoke another drink. <laughs> Don't go back to that guy." <laughs> no, they was like, "I need what you got." Yeah, they were like, "What? I want that." But no, because, but when you really think about it, though, all jokes aside. We go down, okay, from the earth, then you have humans and big animals, like the one of the largest animals is the 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 blue whale. Now think of how big that animal is. It's bigger than a human, duh. But it downsizes. So then we have humans and then we have smaller animals, then we have insects, then we have germs and then we have cells and then we have atoms and it just gets smaller and smaller and more quantified but that's how they develop quantum physics now hmm. going based on that principle downsizing to the point where there's infinite things that goes have you ever seen ant-man no 
when he shrinks and he it's quantum. No, I haven't, but I did. S- I I did see some episodes of the Bang Theory, Big Bang. Big Bang, Bang Theory is that the same? Well, yeah, they talk about that in Big Bang yeah. Theory. I never really got into the Big Bang Theory. Um, I've seen a few episodes. I just thought I maybe I need to watch it because they. I just thought it was just a whole bunch of nerds just talking about nerdy stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you watch Ant Man, when he 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 goes into the quantum realm. That's how tiny he gets. Then he goes and he just keeps going down and further and further to the smallest, smallest, smallest thing. And it keeps going. There's no end. But there's also no end to the universe. No, I've not seen that movie, but I have seen The Fly. The Fly? When did when did, when did did the, the fly come out then? <laughs> <laughs> I think it came out in the 80s. Oh. <laughs> It was a mo- it was the fly. Oh, let me let me Google this. The fly. The fly. Oops. I might have been high then too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. You know damn well. I you might were. have watched it with my husband. Yep. Yes, you were, Jen. You. I don't think know. it. I think. I think there was such an. It had Jeff Goldblum in it, and let's um, look it up. The fly. Gina Davis. Gina, the fly. It was the fly. This is what it was. Wow. I need to. I need to watch that. It came out the year that I was born, Jen. <laughs> um, that does not show how my no, age is at all. No, because um, age. Let's let's talk about age a little bit. You're not old. Well, no. This one here. This one said, um, "Girl, I am five hundred billion years old." <laughs> when did this one come out? Nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, my birth year. That's when you were born? Mm-hmm. I'm 36. Okay. I'm about to be 36 in May. Okay. But, you know, age, I don't, one thing about age, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But when I'm sitting there watching a movie. Yeah. And you're being birthed. Yeah. That's kind of far back there for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I've watched, I, I think there was like more, I think it was like a sequence, like a, f- I, th- I think it was like two. But you, you grew up in a nice era, Jen. The 80s and the, the 70s, you grew up in a nice era. I'm cla- I'm a classic. Yeah, you grew up in a nice era. I like I liked that time. Mm-hmm. One of his Z Cavarici pants. Mm. You never heard of Z Cavarici's? Are you for real? You are for real. Oh, my gosh. You've not heard of Z Cavarici's? No. It's girlfriend. I'll have to get you educated. Nope. 80s. Oh, those are 80s. Okay, I know what it is. Z I just Cavaricis. didn't know what it was called. Okay, the Z Cavaricis. The brand, the Z Cavaricis. Yep. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I know those pants. Yeah. yeah. I just, um, that's the ones that um, uh, Bobby Brown wore. Bobby Brown, he yeah. He was wearing, yeah. Okay, that's what they're called. Yeah, Z Cavaricis. Okay. Everything was I'm actually glad I learned this name because I actually want a pair of these pants. Do they, st- do they sell them on eBay? Are they still, I mean, probably. I like I those. I don't pl- even know if they're in. Th- don't they call them balloon pants now? Probably. Like chefs wear them in the shop mm-hmm. in the back. Kind something. of, yeah. But we used to wear them, and then I we like used them. to tie. <laughs> we used to cuff them on the bottom. Ah, yeah. It was the eighty. You cuff. know what? That's probably where joggers kind of got their idea from. You don't could think so? possibly be. Probably they probably yeah because you know joggers. They're kind of baggy on the top, kind of, and then they go down thinner as they go down to the bottom. Yeah. They, they cuff your ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. And then, like, do you, uh, well. Z Cavarici. The vests. Okay. We used to wear vests. 
Here, and, and shoulder pads were like yes. Big. My remember my mom used to have those. Yeah, big shoulder pads. Yes, I didn't like the. <laughs> I had a couple where my mom used to dress me, and I'm like, no, no, take them off. <laughs> nope, nope. I look like Albert. I'm not Albert. I look like Frankenstein. Oh, that's so funny. That's how. That's what I thought. But okay, Zeke have Richie's. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. But Bobby no, Brown I'll wears have to them. Watch the Ant Man. The Ant Man. Ant Man. It's a Marvel movie. Ant Man. Ant Man. Is it Ant A N T? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Because he he goes he turns into this um, mechanical. Is it scary? Because I don't really do scary. No, no, no. It's not scary. Okay. Have you ever seen any Marvel movies? No Marvel movies. Really? My son likes Marvel oh, movies. You got a lot to watch, and they're so entertaining. Really? You're gonna love it. You're going to. Would love it be it. on Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Yeah. Yep. Because he yep. likes to watch the Marvel movies on Disney Plus. You should watch it. But he probably knows what it, he probably knows it, that I do. I've never heard of it. Yes, but I'm going somewhere with this quantum stuff. Yeah. Okay. So look, there's this <laughs> there's this quantum computer that has been built. It's you know back in the when was it the 80s when the supercomputer came out the first supercomputer was that in the 80s or the 70s? Um, I took my very first computer class uh-huh. in 1994. That was computer 101. Before that, it was all typewriters for us. Okay, right. So before that, the supercomputer was still there, though. Mm-hmm. It was just really huge, like a big refrigerator. It was a big, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, just think about that era. Okay. Then we got computers, right? Right. The dial-up. The internet, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Remember that era? Mm-hmm. Just to give you some contrast, now we have quantum computers. Really? Supercomputers. Yeah, they're big like a fridge now. Really? But when it compresses into smaller technology like a laptop, it might be like on a plexiglass screen type technology. Yeah. But the quantum computer can compute like 100 times faster than a regular computer. Hmm. Yes. And scientists are using it right now to figure out some stuff to understand the universe. Mm. And... It has a lot to do with going down. Then you have quantum entanglement and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You could look it up later. It's, it's a lot. I still don't freaking understand it really, yeah. but I, I kind of get the gist of where they're going with it because mm-hmm. because of that theory that I had that one day because I didn't know about computer quantum right. stuff before then. That was back in <sighs> before 2000s, like, well, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I was in like just leaving high school. Yeah, so 2004, college. 2004, college. And that's when I got that idea, but I didn't know nothing about quantum yet. Hmm. They came out with this quantum stuff, and I'm like, so my theory wasn't that far-fetched. Right. Because they're using that same theory with the quantum Quantum. physics Mm -hmm. and and computer and stuff. Isn't that something? Yeah, and the computer is called the D-Wave. The D-Wave. Yes, and trust me, it's going to have a very big impact on the way that we live our lives from here on out. And I think it's going to get really close to intu- intuition. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's all I was leading up to. Yeah. That's why I said all that. Because I, I feel like the, qu- the computer is going to be so advanced. I think that's when AI is going to pick up mm-hmm. because it's going to be computing so fast that they will almost instantly be able to respond like a human being and you will never be able to tell. Yeah. Whether it's a human or, and it's going to be intuitive and everything. Yeah. Because scientists are proving that intuition 
can be. It has to do with our brains. Yeah. All is mind. All There's is mind. There's just so much out there that hasn't even yes been, been found. discovered. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's exciting but scary at the same time because right. humanity is not mature enough for certain technologies. I think mm-hmm. because we we're still killing each other and stuff. And did you see the post that I posted on Facebook? I, I cracked up. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anybody laughed at it, but I thought it was so funny when I <laughs> thought about it. I was watching a video of um, starting from the smallest animal insect mm-hmm. to the largest animal, the blue whale, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw one with the most poisonous animal to the the least poisonous to the most poisonous Mm -hmm. or dangerous anyway. And the the two most dangerous species on the planet is humans and mosquitoes. I think I saw that. And I bust out laughing. I'm like, and then my boyfriend goes, yeah, all you need is an offspring and a gun. (laughs) Oh my god! And I was cracking up at the time because it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, when you really think about it, that it's funny. Yeah. But it's not at the same time. It's right. sad because we shouldn't be killing our each other. You know. Right. I mean, it's gonna happen. But when they showed how many people uh, humans kill in a year, it's mm-hmm. it's a dreadful, yeah, depressing number. Yeah, it really is. We shouldn't be killing ourselves like that. And then mosquitoes takes the cake. As the most dangerous species on the planet, a mosquito. God, now I feel like I need to go to Chain Link. <laughs> <laughs> a mosquito compared to a lion or a That's tiger. Crazy. Because they carry all these viruses, viruses and sickness. They can be very um, lethal. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> That's so crazy. It is. You need off spray, man, to protect yourself. You gotta be like, shh, before you leave the house, spray some off. Right. Or find a natural, you know, remedy. Right. Rub some lemon on your skin or something. I think I saw you can um, buy um, a soap. What is it called? Spring. um, Irish Spring? Irish. Yeah, Irish Spring Uh soap. And you um, cut it like long ways. Yeah. And you put it around the area that you're going to be sitting. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to keep all the bugs, mosquitoes away from you. Them. It repels them. And so what does that do to our skin? They say, well, <laughs> no, we don't put it on us. No, when we when we ch- bathe with some Irish spring oh soap. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't if it repels mosquitoes, what is it doing to our skin? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably it's not the best thing to, to, no, to shower with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they said that, you know, you put it around the perimeter of where you are um, and it keeps keeps them away. Wow. I don't know. There's I other tried remedies. It. I need to try it. There's there's other remedies out there too. There's there's a like incense you can burn to the smoke mm-hmm. um, uh, repels them. I got I have to be really careful with what I get because Olivia is so uh, sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you have the hydrant collider. But anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. This is more sciencey than anything. But mm-hmm. intuition is the subject today. And um I think we're gonna end it here. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we went off of the subject a little bit, but they all tied in together. Yes. Um Okay. Oh, the quote of the day. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, uh, Jen, um we have two people who posted quotes. Uh Dylan Mann from our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Yay, Dylan. Yay. Yay. Sprinkle some love. Okay. 
<laughs> Yay, <laughs> Dylan. Oh, maybe she can help me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good not get over that one i know and then we have charles e nichols jr um he gave us a quote as well so um we're gonna go ahead and uh say the quotes over the podcast and shout out to dylan mann um for this quote it says helping others isn't a chore it is one of the greatest gifts there is Mm-hmm. By Leah Kibid, I think I say that right, or Leah Kibid. That's a very good um quote. Mm-hmm. Helping others isn't a chore; it's one of the greatest gifts there is. Yes, because mm-hmm. to help someone, it shouldn't be feel like a chore. It should yeah. be more f- great from the goodness of your heart. Yeah, I always, I say, um, if it's if I if I have to, it's wor- is worth than I want to. Right. Because I want to help them. If I have to help them, right. then that's a chore. Like, I don't... True. If I don't... If I have to do this for you, then I guess I'll just go ahead and do it. <laughs> but if I want to do it, I um, genuinely want to, like this quote says... Yes. It doesn't feel like a chore to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I like that. Right. You enjoy doing it. I do. I don't enjoy having a chore, but I enjoy helping others. Mm-hmm. And... and in the Bible, basic God is saying God loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you give, you're gonna g- give. You give it cheerfully, not like oh my God, I'm expecting right you to do something nice for me because I'm doing no. Mm-hmm. You do it because you feel good. It's gonna make you feel good that you're doing something for someone that you're helping them. Right, and yet you're being of service to them. Right, that is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And okay, so Dylan has another quote here. It says. For the alchemist, the one primarily in need of redemption is not man, but the deity who is lost and sleeping in matter by Carl Jung. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, uh, it, it's, mm. it's separating the spirit from the body mm-hmm. and realizing that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And yeah. we're here to experience our humanistic nature. Is that a word? Um, our human nature. Humanistic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the picture is so powerful. It is. It is. It's yeah. what is it like a dragon eating its own tail? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I know there's a meaning behind that, but I don't know what it is mm. off rip. But I'm going to give you my own personal mm-hmm. theory of what I think it is. And we'll see if I'm right later. But it's eating its own tail. It's doing harm to its own self. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how I perceive it. It's it's biting its own tongue. It's it's contradicting itself. Mm-hmm. Contradiction. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> but um. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. So thank you, Dylan Mann. And then we have another. Oh, wait, um, I think Dylan had another one. Did he? The oh one yeah. who falls yes. and gets up is so much stronger than the one who never fell. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wise. Mm. Wise? Uh, yeah, why? What's your interpretation of that quote? The one who fails and gets up is the one because he's trying over and over and over and over. He's getting up and doing it and showing, getting up 
and showing up. Yes. And constantly, even though they're feeling beat down, they're still getting up. Right. As much stronger than the one who never fell. How does the one that's going to fall feel anything when they've never experienced, experienced it. it? Yep. These are great, Dylan. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Dylan. And then we have uh, Charles E. Nichols here. He said, one of my favorite quotes, it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they have been fooled by Mark Twain. Oh. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, it's easier to fool someone than to convince they have been fooled. Yeah, to Mark convince Twain. them that they have been fooled. Mm. I the, the How I interpret that is that when when your mind the way our human mind works when we're we're already set on something mm-hmm. because of the ego we may refrain from wanting to change our perspectives yeah um and to admit hey you know uh, i i've been fooled because you're already set in your ways you're already mm-hmm. set in your mentality and it takes so much energy and humility to change that and be like, I thought I had the right answer, but I, I'm not. I, I was wrong. You know, um, we always want to be right. We don't really want to be wrong. But there's a sense of humility in admitting that you're wrong or you have been fooled. Mm-hmm. So it, it's way easier to just fool someone than to convince them that they've been fooled. Right. Um, that's that's really how I interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. And then our very own Sheena, the same boiling water that (laughs) softens the potato, hardens the egg. It's what you're made of, not the circumstances. Yes. Author is unknown. Yes. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. uh, That's why I posted that one. I saw it and I was like, hmm, that's a good one. It is a good one. That's very good insight. You know, Mm -hmm. you look at when you boil some potatoes, you want them to get soft. So you boil them and boil them and boil them until they're soft. And then an egg, you boil it, boil the bread to get hard. Right. <laughs> they're made of two different, different things. things. Yeah. Very good. So what might work for you might not work for me. Right. What might work for the goose might not work for the gander. There's another one. Dun, dun. <laughs> Where's that thing? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, today was a nice, um, it was a nice podcast. Yes. Um, intuition. And uh, we went into a little bit of science. Which I love. I love science. Mm-hmm. I I love spirituality and I love science. And I like to compare the two. And both gets me excited. It's almost like, well, not almost. It is. One is left-brained and one is right-brained. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you join the two, you create something beautiful. Something majestic. Right. I think. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening to our episode three on intuition. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Going Within with Sheena and Jen. All right. Namaste. Namaste.